Cougar fans, it is time. Touchdown! What a grab! It's time to raise your colors, raise your voice, and join in on the raucous roundtable about your favorite team, the BYU Cougars. 15-10-5, It's time to tailgate. Cougar Tailgate, where BYU sports fandom lives. And here's your host, Lauren McClain. What's up, Cougar Nation? I'm Lauren McLean, and we're here to tailgate with you doing what we do best, talking all things BYU Cougars. For this week's roundtable discussion, we have former BYU football standouts, wide receiver Mitch Matthews. What's up, Mitch? Let's go. And defensive back Brian Logan. What's up? Not much. Thanks for, like a big one. That's right. Thanks for coming back on, you guys. We got Cougs in the Super Bowl this week, and we're going to break down who we think is the most popular team, who we want to win, and if BYU could benefit from a Travis and Taylor-like power couple. But first, I got to chat with Kansas City Chiefs assistant running backs coach and BYU alum Porter Ellett about the atmosphere in Vegas right now, the mindset of the team, and what Travis Kelsey is really like. Here's that interview. All right, Porter, I can't imagine the craziness of this Super Bowl week for you. So thank you so much for taking a minute to chat with me today. <laughs> it's good to see you. Good to see you. This is your fourth Super Bowl. How do you keep the team focused on the actual game with all the craziness of Vegas and the Super Bowl festivities? How do you kind of keep the guys under wrap during this week? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, uh, Coach Reed does a really good job of treating it like a game week, you know, and doing a lot of the little things that, help the players stay focused you know like every day we're here uh we do football you know like we have some yeah. sort of practice every day we have meetings every day about football so I think he does a really great job of that and then all season long very much in our building it's about football all the time so yeah. it's yeah. just normal for the guys like no we're we're a football team you know like right, right. it doesn't matter where we go that's who we are so I'd say that that's probably the biggest the biggest thing that we do well is, you know, we continue to do the same things we do all year. Yeah, that makes sense because you could say there's a lot of quote-unquote distraction that goes on through the entire season. So this is probably nothing new for you guys. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we we are kind of the circus when we come to town, you know. Like, <laughs> and we, we all like the show, you know. Everybody yeah. wants to play us. Everybody wants to see us. So it's always kind of crazy. Speaking of the show, you're in Vegas right now. What's what's the atmosphere like where you're at? Yeah, I mean, they have us clear outside of the city. So we're like we're like 30 minutes from the strip. But you can feel the energy in the city, you know, the excitement. Like we take our buses back and forth to practice and there's people like honking at us and waving and uh, it's it's a special energy around the city. Porter, you've been you've done this before. This isn't your first rodeo. How do you feel like this season has been different from past seasons leading up to this moment? Yeah, I think it just took us longer to find ourselves a little bit on offense, especially our defense has been, you know, lights out all year. But we have like a lot of new young pieces on offense. Like Travis is kind of steady. You know, you yeah. know he's going to be great. He's as great as they come. And then Patrick's going to push everybody, and he's going to do great. And, Pacheco when he's been healthy has been awesome but you had kind of all these young pieces so I think it just kind of took us longer to find our identity a little bit but I mean the guys battled through it and I think it made them better in the long run because they they would lean on each other um, and then lean on the defense like we've rev I mean we've always kind of been an offense first team so it's been fun to be like hey no like you guys Thanks. You know, like yeah, you're yeah. winning us games and yeah. you're taking care of business. So that was a little, that was kind of a little different for us, but you got to love um, the character that it built. 
You know, these guys are have kind of been through it. And you take everybody's best shot. Like, we're the oh, defending yeah. champs, and they, they were coming after us every night, and they didn't feel bad for us. Porter is a BYU fan. One of my favorite things is when Travis wore that BYU jersey on his podcast, New Heights. And I know you're the guy behind that, right? So he kind of told he kind of told his perspective on his podcast. What what how did it happen from your perspective? Well, so I mean, obviously like Cincinnati being in the Big 12, us being in the Big 12, like yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Gives you lot, lots of opportunities to like talk trash and like, you know, whatever. So it's been fun to be a part of that, but I was just like, man, let's 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 put some, you know, let's put something in on it. So he he was like, all right, well, you think about it. I'll think about it. And I was like, I already got mine. Like, <laughs> okay, you got to I'll get you a jersey. You got to sign it. Or, yeah, my original one was I was going to have him wear it into the stadium for the game. But I think that that messes with like the guys have sponsorships, like all this yeah. stuff. And he was like, not. Nah, I'll wear it on my show though. And I was like, that's even better. <laughs> like that's yeah. way cooler. So he's like, I'll wear it on my show. And then originally he like made some bet about, I'll, I'll have you take a shot. And I was like, nah, I can't do that. <laughs> so <laughs> he was like, all right, well, if we, and he said, if Cincinnati wins, then you'll come with me to Vegas. And I was like, all right, like at least I can say no. <laughs> right. I can say no to people in Vegas. Right. Um, so he, that was kind of the deal. And then when they, they uh, lost, he was like shocked that I got the jersey out because I knew his show. I was like, if they lost this week, I can't get it to him in two weeks. So I text uh, Chad Lewis, who Matt Bushman. What's crazy is Chad played for Tom Melvin. Oh, wow. And so does Matt Bushman. They yeah. play for the same tight end coach. So that's crazy. But I've become friends with Chad, too. So I sent him a text. I was like, can we do this? And he's like, yeah, you want the name on the back? And I was like, if you can. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, we can get it done. So he uh, he got it shipped out like next day, and uh, even Travis was like, "What? My name's on it?" And then he said it on the podcast. Like Jason was like, "How'd they get your name on that so quick?" <laughs> and that was like the funniest line was like, "Mormons work in mysterious ways." <laughs> <laughs> I loved that. Yeah, and man, was he right, man? We, yeah, he was right. I mean, we know how to get things done. That's even, that's even in like scriptures that we work in mysterious <laughs> ways. So. <laughs> I know you were able to bless your son Griffin. Is his name Griffin? Yeah, right? Griffin. Yeah. Before last year's Super Bowl with Andy Reid, Chad Lewis, and some others, what's it been like for you being a member of the church in the NFL? What's that experience like? It's like it's a really like special brotherhood, I think, as far as um, the people that get to be a part of it, and then the experiences you share because it is it's a different world, um, really, to be a member in, you know, and yeah. it's a. It's fun to talk to like Chad or, you know, a coach or Alex Whittingham's on staff here yeah. about, you know, Zane Anderson last year, Matt Bush, like all these guys, yeah. you know, Dan Sorensen, but yeah, like just the, the experiences that you have in the NFL and then your ability to share in your own way, you know, share the gospel or your beliefs with people. And then the cool thing for me about it too, is all these players hold you accountable yeah. as well. You know, like, Porter doesn't drink like he doesn't do that he doesn't go to the club like he doesn't so if you if you do ever you know slip up or they're like right there like, whoa whoa yeah yeah, <laughs> this yeah. Is you against don't do your that. yeah this is against your beliefs it's like oh yeah thanks for reminding me <laughs> you know like, cool. you're right so I've, I've really appreciated that and then it's really given me a testimony of like the simple things in the gospel mm. like just doing the little small things that make a big difference. Like no one's perfect. Um, but 
those essential gospel, you know, doctrines, the primary things that we teach over and over again, those are super valuable, especially here because they remind you of what's really important. And then, um, the essentials of the gospel. So I've loved that. And I love the brotherhood that it creates with all those guys. All right, guys, it's going to be a fun matchup this weekend, and Chiefs and 49ers fans are rampant among BYU fans. Growing up, it seemed like the majority of BYU fans leaned towards the Niners since Steve Young was running the team and winning Super Bowls. Brian, you told a story of that being one of the reasons you came to BYU, right? Because you f- you found out that Steve Young was a BYU alum. Well, um, the the main reason why I came is because San Diego State took my scholarship away, <laughs> and, and BYU ended up being my best my best offer. Um, Steve Young was a, but, but, a second. But when I when I was walking, you know, on on my my tour in the SAB. Um, I saw Steve Young's jersey, and I was like, "Steve Young went here." And then um, I, I turned back and looked at my mom, and my mom was like, pointing like, "This is the place. <laughs> this is the this is confirmation." So you know, little I, did I, she know at the time that is what Brigham Young said, right? When right. he arrived, right? Wow. <laughs> this is the place. This there is it the is. Right you know, my, it was so a my, sign. My mom still has pictures. My pictures that I drew when I was like eight years old of Steve Young, and she's putting wow. them up. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And you, I'm assuming Full you've circle, met baby. Steve Young. Now. I know, right? Huh? I'm assuming you've met Steve Young a, a few times. Oh yeah, now. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Have, have you told him that story? You know, no, no, I haven't. You know what's actually really funny? So I was, I was really spoiled growing up as a kid, and my, I used to watch my first football games were in the booth. So my mom always had booth tickets, and I went. Um, for the first time when I was like 10 or 11 with my football team and we had to sit in the stands and I was like, this sucks. This is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> this is all the commoners. I can't even see Steve, right? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you know you know who I'm rooting for. I love it. Dang, well, yeah. now with former BYU coach Andy Reid raking up Super Bowl rings and the, with the Chiefs, it seems like a lot of fans are also leaning toward Kansas City. So Mitch, who do you think is the most popular team among BYU fans right now? Look, I know there's a ton of Niner fans because of Steve Young, but I can promise you this: there are more Taylor Swift LDS fans <laughs> than Steve Young fans. That's not even a question. Yeah, so, if true. Any, even in the BYU community, LDS community, and the world, it is fifty to one Chiefs to Niners fans. It's yeah, just a fact. That's true. It's just a numbers game at this point. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I don't know how I feel about that. The the younger generation, I know they've heard of Steve Young, but it probably isn't going to influence who they're cheering for, right? Because honestly, growing up, it was like all Niners. I grew up here in Utah. Everyone loved the 49ers because of Steve Young, and that made sense. Yeah. But now I feel like it's it's up in the air. So I asked you guys, the fans, of what you thought. 59.1% said the San Francisco 49ers. 40.9% said Kansas City Chiefs. Ryan Robinson on X said, Niners, let's not forget three-time Super Bowl champ Tom Homo. Right? Oh, yeah. y'all forgot. I forgot yeah, about Tom. the Niners. Wow. Yeah. But is is he saying or is people saying that's who they want to win or who they think will win? That's a big difference. I don't even think it's a matter of winning. I think it's if there are more fans, Niners fans or Kansas City Chief fans among the BYU community. Does that make sense? Listen. Yeah. 25 years old down to probably 12, <laughs> it's Chiefs all day. It's got to be. Swift. It's got to be. Well, because they don't know any other names of 30, any other NFL teams. Yeah, 35 yeah. and above, it's yeah. going to be the Niner faithful. Because I remember yeah. as a kid growing up, it was Jerry Rice, Steve Young, and I grew up in Portland, Oregon. That was like the closest team, but also yeah. it, was, it was that. So you get that. But it's if you're 35 and above, you might be Niners. But below that, man, it's got to be Chiefs. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. And it's not even it's not even really Chiefs. It's it's Taylor Swift. And Travis Chiefs. Kelsey. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what it is. It's, it's <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The, the Chiefs but, are just, they look, just happen to be there. But hold up, you know? though. Andy Reid, though, like, I mean, th- let's forget Travis Kelsey and, and Taylor Swift. Yeah. 
like Steve Young, yes, but Andy Reid is 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 the current he's hit, head he's coach hit. king. He's right, now. He, he's on State Farm commercial. He yeah. is that yeah. is him. So I mean, I don't know how it's. He's talking about nuggies. Right. You know what I mean? I love that guy. He's so great. Stevie Janolfi said, Niners, Steve Young and Fred Warner all day. Prison uh, Prison Barrels said, I'd say Niners. Steve Young is the reason I'm a fan. A lot of fans probably don't remember Andy Reid at BYU, so Niners is my pick. Travis Tuiloma, remember that guy? Mm -hmm. Uh, It's all about the Chiefs from Travis. Uh, My name on X said, in the 80s and 90s, it was San Francisco for me because of Steve Young. Now I think I lean a little more towards the Chiefs because of Andy Reid. Or Taylor Swift. Or Taylor Swift. Swifty. Coming up, we'll give our Super Bowl predictions and discuss which former Cougar is making waves in the NFL and is the most surprising to us. This is Cougar Tailgate. Welcome back to Cougar Tailgate. I'm Lauren McLean alongside Mitch Matthews and Brian Logan. This year's Super Bowl matchup has Fred Warner and Matt Bushman, who's not actually playing, but he's on the team, coached by BYU guys Andy Reid and Porter Ellett, who was on the show today. So no matter what, BYU gets a Super Bowl champ again. Brian, I already know the answer. Who are you rooting for and why? Yeah, rooting for the Niners, of course, um, from the Bay Area. Yeah. And, uh, you know, grew up watching them and obviously the connection with Steve. And then Fred. Like, my mom is, is like, obsessed with Fred, you know. <laughs> Who's not I, obsessed with Fred? Right, that's, yeah, that's a good I thought, it was, I thought it was Christian McCaffrey. Listen, my, uh, he's, like, so Fred's, like, like 10, <laughs> and, and Christian's got to be, like, 9.9. As wow, far as so like, Fred like, surpassed. Yeah, yeah, Can yeah. I tell you guys why I'm conflicted on this? Yeah, let's hear it. My wife and Fred had a thing for a few weeks. <laughs> So I'm conflicted. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, my family, like, all my family. um, So Fred is my boy. I was his host when he came out to BYU. That's my boy. I love Fred. Troy's little brother's over at my house all the time. We hang out. Um, But... Fred's getting paid like twenty million dollars a year. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And You're a little to friend. all my to all my, yeah, to all my family, that could have been brother in law. Right. Said they got me. <laughs> you know what I mean? There was a slim chance. They're looking at you like if, if Fred gets another ring or gets a ring, sorry, gets a ring. Now it's like even worse position for me. Oh, yeah. But Fred's one of my like closest buddies. Yeah. And so I'm conflicted. <laughs> You know what I mean? No, I want yeah. Fred to have 25 tackles. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I'm you, with know, you don't sack. want him to win, strip though. Strip sack, pick six. I'm, no, I'm with you, man. You know, so but. so my my son um, <laughs> is a huge Chiefs fan because his mom um, is from uh, Kansas City. Yeah. So we've been we've been talking mm-hmm. back and forth, mm. and I think I heard his feelings because he hasn't he hasn't texted me back in a couple of days because I was like mixed kids that that play quarterback are trash. Talking about Mahomes, you know, because he's half black, half white. Yeah. And, some, and my kids are too, and. Um, you know, from that moment on, he stopped. He stopped texting me back, and I was like, "I love you, I love you, sir." <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's, it's a joke. It's, it's a joke. It's Little a joke. banter. It's a joke. So it elevates it uh, even more. You know, him and my mom got some bets going on right now. So like, this is like as a, as a dad, it's like the most ultimate. You know, perfect situation to have. You know, my favorite team and his favorite team. You know, matched up in the the most important game. Yeah, but uh, way to go, Maddie. That's all I can think about. <laughs> no, I know. That's fantastic. <laughs> I know. But you know, everyone's married. He's about to have a baby. I think Fred Warner's I wife know. is going to be what? She's 35 weeks pregnant? Yeah. At the Super Bowl? Yeah, so. what a time to get a W for him. What Look, a time. Look, I want Fred to win. See, I, when I was on the Chiefs, I think Travis is probably the only player still left. That was like eight years ago. I, of course, Andy Reid was still there. And so I have a soft spot for him, for Travis Kelsey, and for Andy Reid. 
and I want them to win for sure. But there's also the team that said bye-bye, and I wouldn't play for the Cleveland Browns. So yeah, do I really yeah. cheer for the team that said bye-bye? You know, it's just yeah, it's yeah, one of those yeah. weird situations. I couldn't care less who wins. That's like, I want that's everyone like, to win. It's like, that's like cheering for your ex. It's weird. It's, yeah, it's there's just, something weird yeah, about I it, don't really, like I don't really not, not want you to win, but I don't want you to there's win something either. strange about yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's sure. how can I have Fred win and Andy Reid win Maybe like Travis breaks a bunch of records, Fred breaks a bunch of tackling records, and Andy Reid somehow wins like a certain amount of game. I I, I don't know. Maybe it's a tie. <laughs> Or, or you know what? Maybe yeah. Travis gets hurt and also the backup tight end, and then Matt Bushman, and then Bushman gets in. Hey, he's activated mid game. There you go. It's gonna have to be a weird game for me to be happy. You know what I, mean? yeah. I don't know what's gotta happen. Do you guys enjoy the Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey stuff going on, or does it make you dislike the Chiefs more, or do you even care, Brian? What do you think? Oh man, uh, I think it's all fake. Okay. I'm a. I, I believe in conspiracies. I was gonna say that you don't I think be- it's true love. I believe in coincidences, and uh, I think that whole thing is all set up for views and money. And you just like like I see I see wives and girlfriends after the sh- after the game and they're on the field and they're like they give them a hug and they just you know like talking to them and then they go about their business. She's like all on them. Like I'm like no nobody in love looks at their partner like that. You stink. <laughs> you smell right? bad. Right? You don't look your best. You right. It's like what do you mean on. you're drag like you're draped on me right draped now? Draped on him. Like like look at go back wow. and look at go look at Tom Brady's wife when he was married. I, you, you, we know this. We, we like it's not. That's, this is new love though. You have to remember it's right? infatuation. They, they you have to add that in the long. equation. It is mm-hmm. new. They have to go over the top and. They want the views too. Look, I know I know Travis, and I think he knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Absolutely. He can get any girl that he wants. Mm-hmm. But I think I think they both kind of know what they're doing. You know, she dates someone on the best team. Of course, he happens to be the best player. He's a yeah. good looking dude, though. Oh, my gosh, he didn't he did not invent <laughs> the fade though. He is. Did you he, see that? He is. He, he did is not invent good, the, the he, haircut fade. <laughs> not at no, all. Yeah, he yeah. is a handsome. He is a handsome. No, no, he's handsome is an understatement. He's a great looking dude. Kind of rugged. But I think I think there's something maybe partially like not manufactured, but it just it's just so perfect that. She's gonna fly from Japan to the game, and she's gonna be there on the Super Bowl team. It's right. just too perfect. That, you know, you know that's all. She's da- not dating someone on the Jaguars, right? You right. Know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well, and, that's, and this is it's the thing. Like, 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 like Mahomes is the new Brady, right? He's he's set up to be the new. That's the new Brady and Belichick in terms of popularity. Yeah, one hundred percent. You know what I mean? And and, and so, Gronk, it's the whole thing. It's the perfect situation. Oh, it's, it's it's identical. This is see, you know, some people would say that NFL is rigged. Listen, I'm, I'm those, not as big of a conspiracy I, guy as you, I, but I'm those. starting to get there with all this stuff. Right? See, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's the same script, Belichick and 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 the Patriots, like you said with Gronk. It's the same script, ladies mm. and gentlemen. Just mm. all you gotta do is just watch a couple TikTok videos. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even on TikTok, but I'm just saying if you want to go down the rabbit hole, I know that's a good place to start. Yeah, I I will I say it. this though. I haven't studied as much as probably most people, but I I I'm not a big conspiracy guy, but I think there. There is some love in the air, though. I got to give them that. I don't think it's completely fake. Neither of them I are just actors. Think it's too I mean, maybe Taylor Swift close. a little, but Travis Kelsey, come on. He's on commercials, so maybe. Yeah. Uh, but I think mm-hmm. it's I think it's, it's one true. of those perfect situations that you know, like, hey, can I potentially find love, but also can this be a marketing yeah. machine Mutually for beneficial. the rest of my life yeah. and we all make hundreds of millions from this? Oh, this seems like a good blind date. You right, know? right, Let's right. Let's get together. Right. But, like, we might, like... We might as well accept the benefits and the perks, you know, that come right. along with it. Like it's not a negative She's thing. She's cute. I, I like her. I'll give her three or four chances because right. this is gonna really help me out, you know. <laughs> yeah. 
So, <laughs> so you knowing Travis, you really think that's something he'd be like, yeah. No, I don't think it. he's fake like that at all. Yeah. Look, like I said before, really good looking dude. He has his pick at anybody and he picked the most popular woman in the world. So I think that might play a factor. Like, okay, let's, I might not have given her a shot, but because she's the most popular woman in the right. world, let me give her some shots. And, I, and she will answer my DM or yeah. we will talk because he's good looking, he's popular, he's successful. Right. So I think that played factors on both sides. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. It's kind of like an arranged marriage, right? Like, a like little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The NFL Cause, cause, and the, the media world, yeah, Hollywood got together it. and said, we're going to put this thing together. All of it. All of it. Because yeah. rankings have been going down a little bit, you know, just a tad bit. Yeah, here yeah, yeah. So... You could you could see I mean yeah it's um yeah like 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 if my if my if my dad and maybe like my future wife like my father in law right let's say I'm not married and they do this arranged marriage and I and and they open the door she walks in and she's like a ten I'm like okay dad I, okay I'm not mad at this yeah, okay. and there's outside pressure to make it work because it's a Cinderella story that too and and so like you know you know you know back in the day when that happened you know. He's like, look, 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 son. You gotta make this work. We need, we need ten in the acres. You know, we need, we need them cows. Ten cow wife. Yeah, we need it yeah. all. So make it work. So you guys have thought about, about this that. a lot he's more. He's genuinely than I have. an amazing, amazing dude, though. He's awesome, funny. Everyone loves him. So I know it's, 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 it'll end up the right way. But at the start of something, it's a good setup. Yeah, for sure. It's perfect for yeah. all parties involved. Yeah. You know, whether it's genuine or not. All right, give us your Super Bowl predictions. The score and who wins below. Oh man, so the non-conspiracy, you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I would say nine, I would say Niners. You think Niners I'd are say, the better I would, team? I say I would say Niners by ten, but um, you know, the, being the conspiracies and the and 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 how I believe the NFL is rigged, I think the Chiefs win by seven. Mm. Oh, so what you desire doesn't actually come through. It's you think Chiefs win? Yeah, yeah, it's rigged. I do too. I I think there's something. Taylor Swift, man. I don't like, know if on. it's conspiracy or not, but there's something. The Chiefs, they, they they have a way of pulling it out of the hat. Mm-hmm. Every play, Patrick Mahomes can pull something out of the hat. So can Travis. So can Andy Reid. I don't know how you bet against that. I think the Chiefs are, they have the head coach. They have the practice in these moments. They've already beaten these guys. Patrick Mahomes just doesn't lose. So, like, it's just... Yeah. I think the Niners have had some rough games leading up to this, and they've barely pulled them out. Mm-hmm. Then they're going to be faced with the best team in the NFL for the last eight years. And, I and, think the and, Chiefs and, win. And to, and to that point, you know, that the Niners, like the momentum, it's all about playing, you know, your best at the right time, right? So peaking at the right moments. We, we talk about this in, in all sports. And right now uh, the Niners, well, the Chiefs are peaking, right, based off of what they've been showing the last couple of years compared to, you know, middle of the season. And the Niners is going the other way around. Right, they're yeah. they're declining, so that's not a it's not really a good look. Um, yeah, at least the last couple of games. I know they yeah. had a great second half the last game, but still, I mean, there's just I think Chiefs are taking it 34-31. Well, they have the veteran players. They 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 know how to win, and I I don't know if it's conspiracy. I'm sure there's some some weird stuff that goes on in the NFL, but I just think they're a really good team and they're gritty and. You have to have the athletes, even if even if you know the NFL wants the Chiefs to win, they still got to perform, right? Like you still got to make things happen, and I think they're going to do it. I, I think, think they're, they're, it they're, they're. I think there's something there too with like the referees. The ball seems to roll the way of like the ultra vet people. Like Andy Reid's going to get some calls. Yeah. He just will. Travis Kelsey will complain to the refs, and they're going to be like, 
like yes sir like you'll get yeah. you'll, they're yeah. gonna get a couple needed calls and then they're like hey could you give me some tickets to the next my daughter it's my yeah, daughter's yeah, birthday yeah, she's my daughter, could you sign this real quick yeah so i think there's that with the chiefs too and these guys patrick Mahomes, you just don't he, he just he's not he's not gonna lose you yeah. know it's just i think the location's great in between both cities i think it's gonna be a fun one i just i have a hard time believing the chiefs lose and if they do you're going to have everyone come on board and say, something happened. It wasn't the Chiefs' fault. Something yeah. happened. Yeah. yeah. But the Chiefs should just probably win. That's sort of where the momentum and the story is going. Yeah. We'll see what happens. But I do wish Fred Warner the best of luck. He's phenomenal. He had a pick, not a pick six, but I think he had a pick in the last Super Bowl he was in against the Chiefs, which was awesome. So hopefully he can do Unreal. that again. Fred is going to be a Hall of Famer. Yeah. At, yeah, he at the will. current pace. Yep. Yeah. Which is insane. Like, Fred came in as a 17-year-old kid at BYU when I was, like, a junior and he was just little Fred, young Fred, like, right. I mean, you know, always really good. He was a third-round pick, which is awesome. But, I mean, to, it's, he's, he's, he's on his way. Just do the same thing for the next five, six years, mm-hmm. he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, That's <laughs> crazy to think about. Which brings me to my next point. BYU is currently ranked eighth in the NFL production power rankings ahead of several college football powerhouses. So, basically, they have they're the, of all the college football teams, they're eighth among – that have the best NFL players right now. Wow. That are giving the most production. That's hard to believe. Eighth. Yes. Okay. Just take all the SEC teams. The Cougars have 16 foreign players on active ro- rosters right now. Zach Wilson, Tyler Algier, Zane Anderson, Chris Brooks, Michael Davis, Blake Freeland, Jaron Hall, Caleb Hayes, Taysom Hill, Puka Nakua, Sione Takitaki, Kairos Tonga, Kyle Van Noy, Fred Warner, Chris Wilcox, and Jamal Williams. This has got to be they, the yeah. best BYU NFL presence ever. Yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I mean, not, it, it can't, it, not even close, right? Like, no, not even close. I mean, it's like starters, big time players. Like, it's it's a squad. Eight, yeah. eighth, eighth out of it's all the colleges in the country. So, I want to know why do you guys think BYU is producing so much NFL talent right now without recruiting and signing these five star guys? They've never been able to do that, and yet, look at the production they're having in the NFL. What do you think, Mitch? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know because I think recruiting has been it's it's arguably the worst in a while. You know, like yeah, Utah is the, the 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 feature team in Utah right now, University of Utah. So I I uh, I don't know. How often do I say I don't know? Not often. <laughs> not often. How often do you but not on have this an one, opinion? On this uh, right on this one, I'm like I'm trying to figure it out. What what. Uh, what went there? I think I do think Kalani puts a lot of focus into getting people in the NFL, which Mendenhall did not. I remember having a conversation with, with Coach Mendenhall about uh, my desire to go to the NFL, and it was like, it was almost like, hey, we don't talk, we don't, we don't talk about our players going to the NFL. Maybe you had the same conversations. It was you, you should be about the team. It should be BYU only. If your thoughts are NFL, it's almost selfish of you. No, he, Bronco would come in. So when I, when I was a junior, we came in together. And Mitch was a um, a freshman. Actually, I would tell Mitch and Cody because they redshirted, so I'd go against them every day in practice. And Best I, training ever. And I, dude, oh my gosh, you guys made the <laughs> game so easy. I would go in. I'm like, you, yo, you could start at Wyoming if you want. You could start at Colorado State. <laughs> They're horrible compared to you guys. So I always appreciate that. But um, Bronco would come in and uh, in, in meetings and go. 98% of NFL guys are divorced by this by this time. 20% or 50% are bankrupt by this time. 87% wow. get addicted to pain pain medicine and, and go to rehab. And he goes, and then he had this long pause and goes, you guys still want to go to the NFL? Yeah. Like, like he would, Which he is, felt dumb saying is yes. backwards in my opinion. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, he, he called me selfish one time for asking about the NFL. <laughs> He's like, this is a selfish topic. Like that we're talking about 
And I'm like, no, that's the only reason I came here. Is like, right. that's this is my best option to go play the next level. Yeah. And I think Kalani did something about that. Um, and I, by the way, I have no hard feelings against Coach Mendenhall, but on this topic, it, yeah. it was not his best topic because yeah. you should. No, and, and he and there's merit to it, right? He felt passionate about it, and and he 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 was. I think he was just more of along the lines of of saying focus on the team, like yeah. like 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 football isn't everything, right? And and you know, if you guys do want to make it here, understand what you guys are up against. So right. so while you're preparing for this, right? Uh, for for football, also prepare. Uh, oh, well, while you're paying for the, the NFL, make sure that you prepare also for the things that come with the NFL. And these, this is the da- the data and this is the stats. But I also think too. So, so a, a, a lot of guys that that went and played ball and and come back and came back and and you know have, we had conversations with they they said this NFL the NFL coaches say that BYU's defensive players are the the most ready and prepared um, uh, players to come into the league. Because of Broncos system, right? So when we have new install plays, we'd watch the 49ers, the Jets, and the Steelers because we ran their defense. We're getting prepared um, at this level, so that by when we get to the next level, we just hit our stride. Um, and and then I think the other thing too is that, and this is what the NFL you know coaches say is that we don't got to worry about them. Like they're mature; they already have kids. They have you know they have wives, so yeah. they're they're all about their business. Kids like that, they come in and you give them, you know. 10 20 million dollars i don't gotta worry but they still gonna put their head down still mm-hmm, gonna keep working mm-hmm. other kids that maybe different oh like with me oh you give me yeah that ten thousand dollars i'm <laughs> see you i'm gonna I'm I'm show up to practice like on the dot next day you know what i mean like so so that was also an interesting perspective too is is the maturity um and the mindset it's like okay now i'm done with school but also now here's real life right i got yeah. kids I don't really got time to be, you know, I got a wife. I don't got time to be doing all the other stuff now that I, you know, you know I got some money in my pocket. What's interesting about all these guys is a lot of them are Brocko Mendenhall yep. guys. Start. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you got, yeah, you got uh, Michael Davis, mm-hmm. Sione, mm-hmm. Taysom Hill, Jamal Williams. I think most of those guys Mennoy, had Mendenhall at least at one point. Yes, but at I one point. And Kalani. Kalani, yeah. too. Kalani sent most of them off to the NFL. Yeah. yeah. But a yeah, lot of yeah. them started with Broncos. To, to, so. to, yeah. to Mitch's point, though, like, like that's that's been a Kalani, that, that emphasis as well. Like, that's been a strong emphasis. Well, so let's that's, get that's you to the NFL. Yeah. That's where you want to go. Let's get you there. What Mendenhall did was prepare young people to be mentally tough and to – uh, understand the 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 pitfalls of the NFL, but that's also four years I have to learn about those things. Yeah. In my opinion, when I became my best self is when I had the mindset of I'm gonna go to the NFL. It just exalted me mentally to this yeah. new state of mind, and it made me better. And so I had to disagree with Coach Mendenhall about those things. Like, no, 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 I, I am an NFL guy. That's what I'm gonna do. And I think it's healthy for young people to think big like that, you mm-hmm. know, and not be told just to to rein it in almost and mm-hmm. be realistic if mm-hmm. you will yeah. so that's, uh, that's a good point I, I i always this is funny you were saying this because i told somebody this the other day i feel like that's the reason why i didn't play in the nfl and 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 people are always like oh we're five six and did it blah blah, blah. i'm like yeah but i made it here yeah. i made it d1 yeah i played i played in canada for you i played arena football but the difference was is that everybody and my mom said look uh you know, D one. You know, you're a corner. Like most corners are six one, six. You know, six two. And I just had that same mindset. That man, I'm like, I don't care what you say. Respectfully, yeah. I'm just and 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 you put so much energy into it that it's 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 almost like 
you kind of force yourself into it, you know, and, and I've done this with a couple things, you know, like trying to get back here on TV from, you know, from being sick and, and other, other accomplishments, you know, in my life. I had that same mindset that I had getting a D1 scholarship and I didn't have it when I, when, when it came to the NFL. So I really, I really believe that. And sometimes it could push the kid. And I, I almost wonder now that we're talking about it, I won't, I almost wonder if the way Bronco approached things, if, if, he, if that kind of, you know, like pushed it down, suppressed it. Oh, I know yeah. it did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, they were in the, I'm going to break you down mindset, which has its benefit of like mental strength, mental yeah. toughness, not quitting. But there's another side to things, which is yeah. here's how far you could go if you put, yeah. like I, I had to have the conversations with myself about making the NFL. It was yeah. the conversations I had with my teammates and my mom and dad. I never had a conversation with any coach about here's what you could do. It wasn't until my senior year when Coach Holiday was like, look, I'm talking to the NFL scouts for you. It's looking good. Here's where they think you could land in the draft and whatever. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is beautiful. Like yeah. now I think even bigger. So it's a balance. Yeah, yeah. Be tough, but then also help kids think big. They're going to play better. Yeah. You know, absolutely. I think Kalani does that. Um, to answer your question of why we have so many in the NFL, uh, I hope that we sort of had a breakthrough. So now the next 10 years, mm-hmm. it becomes normalcy to have what yeah. we're right. having. It's not know? a shock. Because like, now you see, it's now normal to see what we're doing. We're top 10 or eighth in this ranking. Hopefully, recruits hear about this. They believe it's possible. So BYU is now a springboard to be yeah. amazing in the NFL, and I think it can, can continue to work. Definitely. My next question is: Who's the sneakiest BYU NFL player right now? The guy who you didn't always have on your list to make an impact in the NFL. First one that came to my mind was Puka Nakua because I thought he would do well eventually. You know, I thought he'd maybe get a shot down the road. Mm-hmm. The season that he had was very unexpected. From my eyes, not not like from an ability standpoint, just that uh, Sean McVay gave him the shot that he did right yeah. as a rookie was just incredible. So to me, he was the sneakiest BYU player that just had an incredible season. Who who do you guys think on that list? I want I want to say Kyle, but I don't know if he fits the criteria because you know he was he was out for what half the season, right? Um, Signed late, yeah. Yes, yeah, and and. Oh, but know. this can just be like, and not even overall. this this season, just overall. Oh, it's overall. Yeah. Oh, I I'd probably say Danny Swanson. Oh yeah, that's yeah. a good one. T- because you know, free agent and man, <laughs> Coach Reed, like Andy Reed, you know that connection <laughs> in that pipeline, and uh, Dirty Dan, it, man, yeah, right. And then for him to you know, and and I, see, I didn't play with Danny. I I watched him, and. You know, my cousin Joe Sampson played with him, and he speaks the world of Danny. Mm-hmm. You know? He's insane. Athlete. Yeah, that's, yeah, he, yeah. It, it's like I always talk about Andrew Rich, and he's like, dude, man, <laughs> Danny ain't, you know, like Andrew ain't got nothing on 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 Danny. So, um, you know, for for him to to land the spot, and then it's hard to like come in as a free agent and play like and like be productive and that's what he did almost immediately right like mm-hmm. his first or second year yeah. he be, like became a starter he played he, played yeah, yeah. Play, like he, yeah played 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 so I would say Danny that's yeah. a good one I think when you know those guys I played with Danny for two years when you know him internally it doesn't surprise you because you're like I went up against him in practice all the yeah. time that was no surprise yeah, yeah. um so you kind of knew, but anytime you're undrafted, there's some, I want to say luck involved, if you will. Like yeah. there's a shot that's needed and that's involved. Like Andy Reid being the yeah, like yeah. it's yeah. There's a shot, yeah. but I think going as an undrafted safety, you're in the best position because special teams is perfect for you. Yep. Uh, if I had to pick one, uh, I mean, it, I, I think it has to be Puka Nakua. Yeah. Because fifth round, fifth round pick, yeah. fifth round pick to go do what no one's ever done in a hundred year NFL history. is yeah. like, I think it has to be him. Right. 
I, I think once again, if you saw him play and you saw the playmaking ability, you're not really surprised. I think if you're not a BYU fan and you don't know Puka Nakua, oh, yeah, you just you think are. this shaggy-haired kid came in the NFL, <laughs> um, you think this is this is a total shocker. But once again, I think if you know these guys and you've played with them or seen them up and uh, you know up close and personal, you're like, that's not really a surprise. Yeah. I think once again, you go to a team with a guy like Sean McVay, who's able to just see guys as talent, put them in the right place. Cooper Cup gets hurt, and Cooper Cup is the most pivotal person in the offense. Yeah. So if you put him out, you put in a guy who's going to get the ball. And then Puka's just a playmaker. So that, that was like, the opportunity right such there. Such a playmaker. Yeah. Like that, that connection. It was luck, that connection. Right? I yeah. mean, it does come down a little bit. I don't like, luck. Luck I don't like the start. Luck, but yeah. 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 Luck at the start just yeah. to get a shot, but then right. he capitalized in every way, which Bingo. is, I mean, to his credit. So, and yeah. to be a fifth round to undrafted uh, athlete, you have to have some luck at the beginning to get a shot. Yeah. Once you get the shot, though, he just, I mean, he did what Puka does best in this right. place. See, I'm not I'm not surprised with 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 Puka like because not only just watching him and, and you know covering him, but I, I watched his development with Ross, right? So, you know, he would go do, you know, one on one trainings with Ross and he would they'd be out at seven on seven camps and doing one on ones with DBs. And I remember um I was just talking trash to Ross and, and Puka was like and he was like like I think a junior in high school and Ross was like, Oh he, he's a lineup right now. He'll go against you right now. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, I don't care. Like, you know, I'm like, somebody give me some cleats. And the whole time, I'm in my in my heart, in my mind, I'm like, oh, please don't, please don't, please don't, please don't. I'm scared. Of course, but he, yeah, he was super he, nervous. And he was, and 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 at that time, he had like had offers to like USC, um, Washington. Like he was he was big time at that point. So I'm like, oh Lord Jesus, what did I get myself into? And at the last minute, Ross is like, no, no, I'm just playing. And I was like, whew. And so to see <laughs> to see that work ethic and that development and just that. That mindset that man, I'm I'm gonna go up against anybody and I'm gonna win, not in an arrogant way, but just because of the work that I put in, right? I know that the work that I put in, you know, it breeds this confidence in me um, to 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 know that hey, I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna make this play. I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna do this, or I'm gonna work harder than you. I'm gonna be faster than you in this area. I'm gonna be tougher than you in this area because of that that work. And so with me, I saw that development, and so people all the time they're like, dude, it's amazing. And I'm like. Psh. Yeah, he's been doing that. Yeah, he's been doing that. Mitch, I want to know your perspective on Taysom Hill to end this conversation because he's one of your great buddies. He mm-hmm. was in college, and to be able to do what he's done in the NFL, he, I mean, he wasn't even going to go to the NFL. He didn't think yeah. he was going to be healthy I enough. He thought, thought like, he was going to go into finance or something like that, right? Yeah. And then look what he's doing for the Saints. So, from your perspective. Is he one of those sneaky players where you're like, wow, you're doing more than what I anticipated, or is he right where he belongs? Okay, I'll, I'll say this. There, if you played with him and you saw that body day in and day out, <laughs> <laughs> like you, like there is no surprise. Like there is nobody built like him. And even in the NFL, I was in four different NFL locker rooms. There is still no freak of nature like Taysom mm. Hill. Mm-hmm. So I saw I saw a lot of freaks. I mean, I had I was teammates with Tyreek Hill, uh, like great great players. I'm talking freak body yes, freakness freak yeah. like what it, what am i even looking at freak like there, like, there like, god, like god like god like took chisel, his time chisel yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. captain america took twice as long on him than me right physically <laughs> um but like that that there is no surprise so i think what the reason why some people might say it's a surprise or oh my gosh like look what happened to him is because of all the injuries right yeah if he didn't have any of those there'd be no surprise right so if you just take right. him for the athlete to how it ended up then there is no surprise. Um, but it also, he played on the Packers, and they 
they didn't care enough about him to even keep him. They cut him. But it took a Sean Payton, like a Sean McVay in L.A., which that's why I think it would be great if Zach Wilson went there because those those types of coaches are so cerebral. Mm -hmm. And they're like, I see this guy. I see this kid. Let's see where we can put him to get the best out of him. That's what they did with Puka. I think Sean Payton did that with the Saints. They're like, I'm looking at this thing. This freak of nature, how could we not give him a shot? Right. And they put him in this amazing position. And so, if you played with him, you, you are not surprised in the slightest. Mm-hmm. If you look at the injury and you didn't play him, you've never seen him up close, yeah, I'd be surprised. But I I am not surprised. And none of, none of the people that played with him are surprised whatsoever. It's so exa- exactly what happened should have happened. I love it. All right, guys, that does it for us today. Thanks again to Mitch Matthews and Brian Logan for coming on the show with me. Carter Bond and Tori Kimball helped produce this episode with senior producer Terry South. You can join the Cougar Tailgate wherever you get your podcasts, on Apple TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, or on BYURadio.org. Cougar Tailgate is a production of BYU Radio. BYU.